Welcome to the Fish and Coach Show. My name is Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Ratner. And today we're talking about the four steps to prayer. Coach, what are the four steps to prayer? Do well, we need them? You do need them because most people don't know how to pray. And when you understand these four steps and you start to incorporate into your life, you'll, you'll be much better at praying. Because you know what? People don't really know how to pray. Most people like pray like in a foxhole when like, you know, bullets are raining down on them like, oh my gosh, God help me, I need help. And they don't know how to actually do it. And that might be the only time in their life that they pray. It might be the only time, which is fine. You don't right. have to pray if you want to, but if you're going to pray, you should know these four steps will make it much easier for you to know how to do it. Because most people don't. They go, what do I do? I open a, I open a, a prayer book, a sador, whatever I do, and I don't, I don't know how to pray. Right, because not every time you pray, you want to feel like you're in a foxhole about yeah. to die. Right. And prayer can be also meditation. You know, people meditate. Sure. They're like, want to connect to a higher source. And there's nothing wrong. It's great to do that. Meditation is great. And that's what prayer is, meditation. So these steps will help you also connect through your meditation as well. Right. So... We're going to use an acronym here, and the acronym is REPEAT. Now, the four steps of prayer is four, and obviously REPEAT has six letters in it. Oh, man. So we're going to take out two of the letters. We're going to take out the two E's. The first E stands for your ego. Oh, get it out of there. Get it out of there because, you know, ego stands for exiting God out. And we want to do that when we're standing in front of God wanting to pray for him. We want him to be in our life, not be out of our life. I like life. how you just snuck in an extra one right and there. And that extra, I, I, look, <laughs> you know, I love the acronyms. So exiting God out. Some people right. say also exiting greatness out because oh, you can't too. be great. It's hard to be great when you exit. You exit greatness out when you have a large ego. What a large ego means is that you are controlling everything. You're the only one in the world. In fact, people always ask me, you know, why do you know we wear this, these yarmulkes, these kippahs? Why do you wear a kippah? And the answer that I give is that because generally, this is a generalization, men tend to think that we run the world. You know, when mm. I used to do a Bitcoin deal or I did something great in a game of football, I'm like, look at me. I'm the one. I'm the great. It's all, it's all up to me. Every, everything that I have in my life, my wife, my kids, my money, my, my successes is because of me, which it is. I did make the effort, but right. God gave me the gifts. So it sounds like prayer... Prayer is a connection with something bigger than yourself or other right. than yourself, usually bigger than yourself in this case, if it's right. to God. So when you're, when, it, when you're full of your ego, there's no room for a relationship because it's all about you. That's right. We don't, and we don't want, we want to bring other people into our lives, especially God. If you're going to pray, who are you praying to, obviously? I mean, you could pray to you know, some guys, people, and people do that. People put a lot of power into other things that they think are God-like. For example, you know, people who are like, you know, in the movies or people who are popular and they put all, they think that they're the, when they dress a certain way, you dress a certain way mm -hmm. When they do certain things. You want to do these certain things. That's why, you know, in a way, that is prayer. It's worshiping, uh, it's worshiping somebody else. Something this is why else. people pay people who are popular to, uh, to market their items because people know, Oh, if that person wears that sweater, then there are thousands and tens of thousands of, of, uh, followers are going to buy the same thing. Makes sense. You yeah. wear the lucky jersey, for example, well, on sure. day. So, so we want to first take out our ego. That's the first E, mm -hmm. because we're exiting God out. The second E is, our, is envy. Envy is one of the worst, you know, envy, jealousy. It's one right. of the worst traits to have because it's what you want what somebody else has. You know what that mm -hmm. means? What does it mean? That God didn't give you enough. God didn't give you enough. Right, because what I have is not enough for me, and I need something else. Somebody made a mistake, and that's not right, so I have envy. I want something else that somebody else has, and that, of course, is not good for prayer. No, because then you don't, you, you're just never going to feel complete. No. 
you know, and you, want. you always want something else that you can't have. And if that's what your prayer is all about, like, give me more. Hey, God, I need a new bicycle. God, give me. Is that really prayer? What's no, well, no, but you know, we talked about this in a previous podcast on who wants to partay. You remember yeah. that one? We talked. We're never happy. We're never happy where we are. We want to, want to be someplace else, and that we just we discovered at the end of the podcast that if you just are happy in the first place you're at, the first party you're at, you'll be happy. But we're always looking for something else, and if you're not happy with what you have, you're never gonna be happy in life. It's just never you ne- never have enough. Because who is rich? Someone who is happy with what they have in life. There you go. It's from our ancient wisdom, from Pirkei Avos, that we have a, from thousands of years, sages have said that people, someone who's rich is someone who is happy with what they have in life. That is the key. Yes, that is the key. And you're not living on envy. And right. you can start to pray. It's not because you need something that someone else has. It's something because you know that you can be better and you can have a stronger relationship. Right. So we've taken out one E, which is your ego. Right. And we've taken out the second E, which is Envy. Right. So now we're left with four letters from okay. the word repeat. R P A T. Repat. R Pat. R Pat. <laughs> so this is so these are the four steps of prayer. The first, you know what the first one is? What is it? It's recognize. Oh. Which means when you're praying, you have to recognize who you're praying to. That's key. Then you know that you're not praying to your football team. You're, wait, sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. <laughs> sometimes we pray to the officials. Hey, don't call whole thing. Don't call interference. We, we do that sometimes. We, we, we put power in other things that are, that are not God. Right. Right. And if you're going to pray, you're really going to pray and want something in your life, you're, gonna, you're, you're praying to the creator of the world. You're, you're probably praying not praying to. to the officials. Of no, the we, don't have, we don't have <laughs> praying. They already have enough power as it I is. Know, yes. And then they brought, of course, the instant replay. So now they don't, they don't have as much power as they used to now. But um, uh, <laughs> so you want to recognize you because if you're not praying, if you're not, when you stand to pray and you, you're going to either you're going to pray, uh, you know, if you're going to pray. I know in Judaism, they have a set, you know, 19 prayers that you pray, and other religions right. have set prayers sometimes, sometimes I don't, but I know um, that when you stand to pray, you want to recognize who you're praying to and be clear with who you're praying to, because if you're not clear who you're praying to, you have to ask yourself, who am I praying to? Wait, what, there, what, right. Who am I praying to? Would you talk to your wife and be like, not, you have to realize who you're talking to. Right. You have to know who you're yeah. talking to. Or, or we talked about like if you're in a car accident, or almost in a car accident, you just, the car just missed, you know, swerved, swerved and missed you, and you say, thank goodness. Well, who are you thanking? Thank goodness. Goodness. Who is goodness? That's a great question. Thank goodness. Sounds like, right? like an ancient Greek goddess. Right. But maybe it is a goodness goddess, you know, or maybe. <laughs> so, so recognize, uh, you have to recognize you're praying to. It's the first key to prayer. The okay. second is to praise. Why would you need to praise God before you, ask, before you go into prayer? Or when you're going to prayer, why would you praise somebody? Uh, butter them up. You got to butter them up. It's like you're going to go meet the king. You're going to go meet the president of the United States. You don't want to go there and say, you know, can I you all these things? You stink at that. You stink. You're not going to do that. It's the you know, creator of the world. You're just like, you know, you're going to praise him. Thank you for everything I have. And, you know, we've, we've talked about um, sandwiching when you're going to rebuke somebody. I don't know if we've talked about this yet. You have to sandwich it with something positive. Right. You rebuke in the middle and something positive at the end. And if you're going to stand in front of God and pray it, and you're going to ask for something eventually, you got to praise him first. got to say, you've done a great job. This world's amazing. You've made mm-hmm. the sun, the moon, the stars. You've given me a heart and lungs and a brain and ears, and I can see with my two eyes. Right. You know, if you ever asked, like, how much would you how much how much would you sell your eyes for? Like, if I said to you, would you give would you give me your eyesight for a million dollars? Like. Would you, would you lose your eyesight for a billion dollars? A billion dollars. A billion. Dollar, billion, a billion, oh, that's, a billion. Well. that's a lot of money. I get, <laughs> you're going to basically say, I'm going to go blind for a billion dollars. Would you do it? Wow. That's a, that's a really tough one. 
I don't know. I, I don't know either. Have you been to the Blind Museum, by the way? No, I have not. Oh, it is so cool. If you have the chance to check out a Blind Museum, do it. It's fascinating. I think they make you blind, don't they? They turn the lights out. There's, it's completely dark, and you're in a, a market, or you're on a street, and you go on a boat, and um, you just you feel like you're in these scenarios. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah, we don't have that. Most of us, thank God, we don't have the opportunity to be blind. Yeah, thank God, right. And we take our eyesight for granted. We wake thank up in goodness. the morning. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness we wake up in the morning and we have our eyesight and we can see and we take it for granted. We take it for granted that we get out of bed and can walk on our two legs. We take it for right. granted that we can hear, that we can see, that we can smell, that we can not even just that, not even just our senses. We can make decisions. We have wisdom. Like, you know what? This morning, I'm going to take a run. I'm going to do some meditation. I'm going to have a healthy breakfast. We can decide for ourselves. God gave these amazing talents that we have that we take completely for granted. Totally. And when everything else in our life can seem very dark, we can end up in feeling like we're losing. We're not doing really well. We still start every single day saying, thank you that I'm awake. Yes. That I'm alive again. There's an idea in Jewish tradition that when you wake up in the morning, you say a prayer thanking God for bringing back our souls because when we were at night, it's like sleeping. It's almost as if we were kind of like dead. Mm -hmm. And that the idea is that we want to thank him for bringing back our souls to us in the morning that we can now start our day. And we start off like a lion. The best way to start off your day is like, you know, some of our sages have said this. You start off like a lion. Roar! You start off awesome. Life is amazing. And when you start off awesome, your day is going to be awesome. Oh, man, it is. It is. It really does make a difference when you wake up like that. But waking up like that is so hard. It's, it can be hard. It can be tough sometimes. But, but when, you know how to, when you know how to pray to God, know the four steps of prayer, it'll be a lot easier to do it. Sure. Yeah. Back to the question. Yeah. I, I think I would take the billion dollars. You know. would. For a billion dollars? What are you going to do with the money? I how to be blind. Oh, yeah. Well, what, that's a different question. I mean, okay. What's the difference if I get, give you $10 million or a billion dollars? For $10 million, you're set for life anyway. What's the difference? Right. So would you really do it? I mean, it's just the money. Like, when you have a lot of money, there are a lot of people who have a lot of money who are still miserable. It doesn't make you happy. There's people who would die for their money. There, I, I can tell you something. Uh, when it came, I'm sure some people in our audience said, yeah, I'd take my, a billion dollars for my eyesight. I bet you when it came, push came to shove, I guess what they say, sure. when push came to shove, that you wouldn't do it. I, I just don't think so. Wow. I, I don't think you would do it. That, you know. it's such an interesting question. Yeah. The let's, Little Mermaid sold her voice so she could have legs. I never saw a little people. I've never saw, you never saw the Little Mermaid. No, I never have. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I never, I've never really watched too many Disney movies. I never watched any that many movies at all. Oh, there are some great movies out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so we have the four steps to prayer. We have recognize, know who you're praying to. Praise. We have praise. Butter thank him, up. him. Butter him up. Thank him. You know, welcome him into your life. And the next one is very important: is ask. Okay. And you might say. What, what do you mean ask? Well, when you're praying, usually, most of the time, unless you're just praying to thank somebody or praying to thank God, you're praying to ask for something. Yeah. You know, and I know in Judaism, we pray six days a week, we pray to ask for things. We ask for our money. We ask for our health. We ask for our family. We ask for we, a good year. We, we ask, ask for a good for year. We ask for focus. For, we ask for a lot of things. If you're pre- you want to get pregnant, ask for a baby. There's things we ask. We pray to get a good job. We pray to make good money. We pray to have a, a healthy family. We pray for lots of things. And you said six day, I said six days a week because the seventh day in Judaism, we pray. We don't pray for, ask for things. We actually just thank the creator, thank God for everything he's given us. But right. six days a week, we ask for things. And if you're asking for things, you have to expect to get it, which is going to be our next podcast, how to get how to get what you want by praying. 
But for right now, you want to ask something, you have to be clear. I want, I want a better job. I want a happier family. I want healthier kids. I want, a he- I want to be healthy. And you pray for your f- people who are sick, for them to be healthy. You know, they said if you pray for other people who are sick, God will, God will heal you first. Wow. You should always pray for others before you pray for well, yourself. We really want them to be healthy also. We do want them to be healthy. But if you pray for others, it will come back to you. It's beautiful. Because you know, God loves those that love his children. I mean, think about it. If everyone here is a creation of God, every person, that means everyone here is his child. And you know, I, when we had babysitters, my kids were little, if you asked me, which you can ask me if you want, who was my favorite babysitter? Who was your favorite babysitter? My favorite babysitter was the person who interacted and cared about my kids the most. Okay. Why? Because I love those that love my children. Wow. I can hire any babysitter to come over and sit on the couch and, and play with TV. her iPhone and get for whatever and watch TV, whatever. That's easy to do. Sure. But I want someone who's interacting with my kids, who loves my kids, and they come over and they bake cookies with them and they, and they play games with them. And I'm sure your kids love them too. And my kid, besides the fact, my kids, I love them because yeah. I know that they love my kids. Therefore, I love them the most. Another level on this is when your kids ask you for something. You're going to love them when they're asking it on behalf of their sibling. Oh, yeah. And when they're looking out for their brothers and sisters. There's nothing that makes me happier when my kids are looking out for each other and when they get along. The worst is when your right. siblings are fighting. It's, it's, it hurts. Mm-hmm. You don't, no one likes it when their siblings fight, when their kids fight or siblings fight. But when they, when they love each other and they're getting along, oh, it's, like, it's like nothing makes me happier. Right. So therefore, if, if we love those that love our children, therefore God's going to love those that love his children. So then squeezed in there right now, we just snuck that in, is praying for something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Praying for those around you. Mm-hmm. Praying for those who, who also need it. Right. And knowing that you're part of that. By them getting better, you're also getting better. Right. It all works together like that. So prayer, prayer is really for us. Prayer, because, I mean, really, God doesn't need our prayers. I mean, do you think that he's standing up there in heaven like, pray to me? No, he's, he doesn't need our prayers. It's right. for us. That's it's, true. It's all, it's all for us. We all want the connection. Imagine like, you have a, a four-year-old girl who comes in from, from, uh, from playing outside, and she has, a, she has some of these dandelions, you know, mm-hmm. which are weeds. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're weeds. And they're dandelions, and they're dirty, and she brings them to her mom, and she goes, hi, mommy, happy birthday, and she has a bunch of dandelions. What's the mom going to say to the daughter? She's not going to say, oh, what are you doing with those dirty dandelions? <laughs> of course not. She's going to say, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the dandelions. I love you so much. I really appreciate it. Now, my question to you is, does the mom really care about the dandelions? No, it's not about the dandelions. It's not about the dandelions. The mom cares about her kid. She wants a connection with her kid, and she loves it when her kid brings her something, even something like dandelions. Sure, those dandelions are going to be on the, st- the center of the table until right. they start wilting, right? And she really doesn't care about them, but no. she cares about her daughter. God cares about us. We care about him, and we show that by praying to him. And it's for us. It helps us build our connection, our connection with the guy who created us. Wow, that's great. Or girl, whoever. It's not really a guy or girl, but we call it guy because it's easier. Anyway, yeah. so we have recognize, we have praise, and we have ask. We have to ask for what we want in life. Okay. And we're going to get into like how to get our prayers answered because God does answer your prayers. You might not like the answer, but he does answer them because many times it's a no. And we're going to get into that in our next too. podcast. Okay. But, but so that's the ask. And the last, praise, recognize, praise, ask, thanks. That's the T, R-P-A-T, recognize, praise, ask, and thanks. That's, I mean, that's a great point. You don't yeah. just walk into the room and say, here's everything I need. Or, you're the, great. Here's everything I need. 
Oh, and then you run away. You run away. Can you imagine? Now what happens when your kid comes into the room and says, you know, Daddy, can I have a cookie? And you give him a cookie. And he doesn't say thank you. What's the first thing you say? Say? Say thank thank you. Thank you. Does the dad really need to thank you? Is the thank you for him? Like like, when my daughter, I give her a cookie or whatever I give her, and she doesn't say thank you. Do I really need it? Do I need to thank you? Is it my day ruined if my kid doesn't say thank you? Not at all. My kid, I, it doesn't, I don't really care. I mean, why am I? Same, it's the same thing like prayer. Why right. am I want my kid to say thank you? Because I want them to appreciate what they have in life. Because I, I want them to show, I don't need the gratitude. It's not for me. The gratitude's not for me. I don't need a thank you. It's for them. It's for them to show gratitude and for them to appreciate everything they have in life. Now, if they don't say thank you and they say, Dad, can I have another cookie? What am I going to do? Am I going to give him another cookie? I don't think so. No, but if he says the first time I give him a cookie, say, or my daughter, and, and they say, Daddy, thank you so much for the cookie. It's so yummy. I really appreciate it. Now, I'm, of course, I'm making this a little more. They're just going to say thank you. Now, what happens then? And they say, can I have another cookie, please? What am I going to do? I'm going to give him another cookie because they showed gratitude, and I appreciate it, and they, it makes them have gratitude in life. Wow. And it makes them happy. We said before that the, 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 the idea is that who is rich, someone who is happy with what they have in life, and when they're happy with their cookie, they're happy in life. And we want happy children. Everyone wants happy children. For at least a few minutes. Well, No, their whole lives. We no, I, mean the, I meant they're happy oh, for they're a happy few minutes cookie. the cookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. We ask for things bigger than cookies when we pray. You can ask for cookies if you really want to. but You can ask for cookies when you pray if you want to. But if you're going to ask for something, you should probably ask for something bigger than that. Can we talk about this for a little yes, bit? Yes, yeah. What do we pray for when it's not scripted? Sometimes the prayer book, the Sidor, can feel very scripted. And it's, it's beautiful when you read it and understand what you're saying. But sometimes there's something we need that's just not written that words – we don't even know what the words are to ask for. My, my wife says sometimes if you need, if you, if you need help, right. she always says – my wife's very spiritual. She says just ask God. And she doesn't mean in your brain. My mm-hmm. wife will literally say, God, I need your help. My son's trouble. He's having a hard time in school. Can you please help us? And she asks me. Sure. Well, spe- she speaks that loud because connections in life are made through speaking. Mm-hmm. You never see. There's, there's a funny story about a, uh, a couple walking down the street, and and uh, this woman walks by, and the wife stops. And says, "Hey, Sarah, how you doing? How's your daughter? Oh, she's doing much better now. Thank you so much." And they talk for a minute. And they keep and the, and the husband, the wife, and and the husband keep walking together. The couple walks together. And the husband says to the wife, oh, who is that woman you, that you saw on the street? I've never seen her before. He goes, oh, I met her last week in the uh, department store. We were in the changing room. And with, she was there with her daughter. And we started talking. And she said her daughter's having an operation. She was buying her daughter new clothes because she's having an operation. She wanted to make mm-hmm. her feel good. And so I just, I was the first time I met her. I saw her on the street. I wanted to find out how her daughter was doing. He goes, oh, okay, that's fine. And then the couple continues walking, and a man walks by, and the husband says, hey, how's it going? And they do a little wave like this, and then the couple keeps going. The man goes the other direction, and the wife says to the man, who, who was that guy you said hi to? I've never seen him before. He said, oh, I gave him my kidney last week. Wow. <laughs> he said, like, they barely said hi. Like, they, men, we don't, right. you know, people, <laughs> because women have a more need to connect by speaking, right? But, sure. but even men still have to talk. You know, men are different. Like, you can have two guys go to a, a baseball game and sit next to each other for nine innings, say three words to each other, get a beer and some peanuts, and they've gone back home. They had a great time. But women, they more need to connect. They have to talk. They have to talk. They have to talk. And that's how we connect. This is why in, when I talk in my dating book that the best thing for a guy to do if you're on a date, this is 
off topic a little bit. If you're on a date, let the woman do the talking. They'll say it's the best date ever. Because that's how they connect is through talking. Wow, very interesting. Yeah. So, so speak it out. Speak it out. Guys why girls. We're praying. We're praying. You want to you actually speak out your words when you're praying. Because, again, that creates the connect, a stronger connection. You can think of it. God can tell it what you're thinking. You, you know, but it's better if you speak it. Very, very interesting. So there you have it. Those are the four steps to prayer. I hope this elevates your connection with uh, the Creator and through your prayer. And thank you for watching. This is Coach Radner. I'm Brandon Fisher. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching the Fishing Coach Show. If you like what you just watched, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment with any ideas you'd like to see on any future episodes. We'll see you next time.